Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Foreign Lady Podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth. And the bottom line. And we're back this week. We took a week off to sort of let everyone take a rest, (laughs) for us to take a rest. And we launched our YouTube channel, Foreign Lady Media Channel. Find it on YouTube. And we put in our series that we're doing for the Arrowverse on there and our first two episodes for Batwoman and the new show Superman and Lois is up now so you can go check it out but yeah we're back so today's show is pretty packed we have some really good topics that we want to cover so on today's show we're going to cover uh Gina Carena uh she's a former MMA fighter turned actor For those of you who don't know who she is, she's on the hit show on Disney Plus called The Mandalorian. And we are discussing her comments and if it warranted her getting fired from the show. Then we're going to be discussing Justin Timberlake and his apology to Britney Spears and Jenna Jackson. And is it too little too late? We'll find out. We're also going to be discussing Chris Harrison uh, defending Rachel Kirkconnell. That's her name from Bachelor Nation. Uh, so Rachel is the current contestant on Bachelor this season and some really sort of shady stuff came out about her recently and the host Chris Harrison talking to Rachel Lindsay the first black bachelorette and some of his comments did not sit well with a lot of people so we will talk about that so with that being said let's get into it all right Gina Carano She, like I said, is a former MMA fighter turned actor. She was on the hit show called The Mandalorian on Disney Plus. And she was fired last, well, two weeks ago now from the show after her comments on social media drew criticism. This wasn't her first time that her tweets have received backlash. There were rumors and reports that Disney had plans for her to start in another Star Wars spinoff, but those plans were scrapped after her tweets uh, that mocked mask wearing and suggested that they were voiced her concern about uh, voter fraud occurred during the recent election when she tweeted about that. And this was sort of like their last, I guess this was her, her third strike and she's out situation. So they fired her. What do you think? Well, let me, let me just uh, read what she said. First of all, so the first yeah, let's definitely get some context. Yeah, let's get some context into it. So for her tweet about the mask, she said Democratic government leaders now recommend we all wear blindfolds along with masks so we can't see what's really going on. So that was her first tweet. And then the second one about her voter fraud, you know, concerns, she said, and I quote, we need to clean up the election process so we're not left feeling the way we do today put laws into place that protect us against photo fraud investigate every state film the counting flush out the fake votes require id make voter fraud and in 2020 fix the system a lot of people found those uh, comments controversial but what really did her in and the reason why disney decided to fire her was because she uh, made a comment. She compared Republicans to Jewish people at the time of the Holocaust. And she said in a now deleted tweet, basically she put up a black and white photo of, uh, you know, women being 
beaten that are fleeing their attackers on the street along with a message uh, that read, because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is it any different from hating someone for their political views? Jews were beaten in the streets by not Nazi soldiers, but their neighbors, even by children. So Disney has come out and uh, they, well, Disney has not really commented, but they sort of doubled down on what Lucasfilm's uh, productions, who's, you know, as we know, Lucasfilm does the whole Star Wars thing. And they basically called her post unacceptable and abhorrent. And they are not liking it at all. They basically said that Gina Carreno is not currently employed by Lucasfilm and there are no plans for her to be in the future. So what do you think? Is it true that Republicans, especially conservatives in Hollywood, are quick to get canceled? Is this, you know, what, what are your thoughts on this? Should she have gotten fired? Was her firing warranted? I, I think it's true, you know, that there's an animosity towards Republicans. And I don't think she's comparing what they're going through to the tail end of the Holocaust, but just the beginning of it, just the start of it, which is very comparable that people can find a reason not to like you and it can be stirred up uh, through politics, through government, you know, like like Hitler, the Nazis, they, they were part of a political party. They were a political party. And, you know, they used the media, they used propaganda to turn the nation against the Jews. And it happened in a way that no one really noticed until it was too late. No one knew it would go that far. You know, I mean, if, if people knew that 11 million people would die, you know, from this, I'm sure a lot of people would have turned back and like said no. But these things started very slowly, you know, taking away jobs from the Jews and denying them rights and just, you know, and all of that just started with just, just gossiping about them, you know, yeah, just making them out to be the most vile people in the world. And, you know, I see where she's going with it was saying that, you know, Republicans are just seen as this monstrous racist group and X, Y, Z. And I think what she was really trying to go for at the end of the day was just tolerance. Yeah. We are all entitled to our opinion, our feelings, our thoughts. That's one of the things I'm going to say America was founded on this idea that, you know, of, of freedom of speech, freedom of expression. These things are, are valued. Yeah. You know, they're, they're held up to a standard. They're, they're prioritized. And she's pointing out that, you know, if you're a Republican, it's, it, the world looks at you like, how dare you speak? How yeah. dare you have anything to say? And, you know, this there's some truth to what she was saying. And even if you didn't think it was true, even if you didn't like it, you know, she should have to lose her job for it. Going out of her way to offend or attack anyone. She wasn't doing that. And any person who read that post, you know, you would see that. And also her co-star, Pedro Pascal, mm -hmm. made a similar post. 
Yes, he did. Okay, so so sources are saying that uh, Gina had repeatedly been warned um, around her social media behavior. A lot of people can say maybe, you know, it's due to her Republican and conservative views, but, you know, to each his own. And yes, her co-star uh, Pedro Pascal tweeted something similar to that back in 2018. But even back in September, she posted something up by uh you know, where he had to educate her on the pronouns uh, for trans people. I know there was, I think it was like back sometime last year they, to support the, the trans community, people were putting their pronouns up on their social media. And, you know, she put instead of, you know, the he, she, they pronouns, she put beep, bop, boop. And some people were saying that that was discriminatory against the trans community and, you know, Pedro, who who has a trans sibling, had to sort of educate her on the uses of, and the importance of pronouns and that, you know, it shouldn't be made fun of. But yes, he, he also, uh, like I said, said back in 2018, compared, I think, something about the Trump administration to Jews. It sort of goes back to you know, is there like a sort of a discrepancy? Like, is there some sort of like conservative values in Hollywood, especially I think in the last four years, because of the past administration, people just kind of look at you weird. And I think it's not so much of maybe like your conservative values, but they just kind of look at you like, how can you support a party that's defended this guy for all of the atrocities that he has committed for the past four years, right? I think that's what people have an issue with. What do you think? That's what it really comes down to, you know, because there's always been a slight division, a huge division between political parties. Oh, absolutely. Not slight. There's a huge division. Yeah. Yeah. I think now it's become a canyon of division, you know, and and people are really polarized by it. And Trump is, is the face of that polarization. He, he definitely looks, just kept people separated. Yeah, I don't think she should she should be punished for what she posted though, because I don't think it, it was that like offensive. That. Honestly, I even like looking at all of her posts, the one with the mask, the one with the voter fraud and and this one, I don't see anything wrong with what she did. I really don't because I feel like if it was someone in maybe like the moderate left that had tweeted something like that, I don't think we would be having this conversation right now, right? I do think there's some truth to, you know, what she said about if you're a conservative or Republican during this time, it is hostile for you only because of the past four years. Because again, like I said, people can't wrap their heads around how this party can just, you know, double down and support this guy. But, you know, Gina finally released a statement uh, to the New York Times. I'm going to read you what she said. Uh, She said, and I quote, I was in utter shock and confusion when certain people said that it was anti-Semitic. That's another thing. We'll get into that that point because I, I brought up a specific point to you when we were talking about this. But she goes on to say the image for me was a statement that people need to stand together and rise up. Stop being so manipulated by the powers that believe that they know what's best for you and play games with our lives. My heart has only ever had ultimate respect and love for the Jewish community. That's what she said. 
So going back to the anti-Semitic, I remember when when we were talking about the story, I said to you, people see red when you remotely compare the Holocaust or talk about Jewish people in a sort of maybe negative criticism. Like if you just bring it up in a topic or compare it to anything else, people see red. And I think that that's, I really don't know why, because it seems like you can criticize any other sort of group, right? You can criticize black people, bring up slavery. You can criticize trans community and, you know, be transphobic, homophobic, whatever. Yes, you get backlash, but I don't think it goes so deep as when you, when, when people, you know, think that you said something that's anti-Semitic, right? We see, we saw it with Nick Cannon. He lost his, his TV show. He lost his hosting gig. Like he really got it when people thought he made that anti-Semitic statement. For the life of me, I don't understand why. I mean, I guess I can understand why, because, you know, in some Jewish communities, I was watching Ben Shapiro talk about this. He's a Jewish commentator and he talks about, I guess, how, I don't really know, like, he's some famous guy. I know who he is, though. Uh, he, he, he's a political political and social commentator. Okay, I've never um, heard of him before this. It's pretty popular amongst, amongst conservative values, you know, that kind of thing. Okay, just probably I never heard of him. But I was watching his his views on this, and I kind of agree with him. And not because, you know, he, he's, you know, wh- whatever. He, he brought up some great points. It's like, are you really canceling this woman because of this? Like, people have said stuff that are way worse and done stuff that are way worse, and you're going to cancel her for this? And he, you know, he's Jewish and he's like, I see n- absolutely nothing wrong with what she said. And he also brought up another great point. And it's like, of all the people to sort of criticize somebody, it's going to be Disney. Like Disney is not exactly innocent in, in anything. Like they're pretty, you know, some people will find them pretty problematic. You know, there's been rumors that Walt Disney was maybe, you know, a Nazi sympathizer then there was the whole Mulan incident where the company thanked the Chinese government, even though it was the same government that's committing atrocious human rights against the Wuhan, uh, against um, the Wuhan Muslims. And then they're the same company who ha- rehired James Gunn after his inappropriate jokes. So it's like, I really think they had it in for her. That's just my opinion. I think they that she pissed some executive off and they don't like her and they were just like we're looking for any little reason to to kick her ass out and i think that was and she gave it to them i really think that's what it is because i don't see anything wrong with what she said to be honest i'll say this though it's rare and also refreshing to see people you know stand by their beliefs stand by their guns that certain things you know you're your integrity, there's no price on it. Because a lot of people might have just apologized just to keep their job, just to get that next paycheck. But some people care about their beliefs so much that they're like, you, you can't put a price on it. You know, whether they're wrong or right, whether you agree with them or not, I do respect people who kind of stand by what they believe in and they're not going to be swayed by, by money. But like Ben Shapiro said, right. even as, as a Jewish individual himself, 
it didn't warrant her being fired. Her comments didn't warrant that. Right. He said he admitted that he didn't like the comparison. He said she she shouldn't have to lose her job. Yeah, he's but, yeah you know, he said that. Yep. Yeah, I felt the same way. You know about Roseanne. You know when she made her comments about that that woman, and people took it as racist. And people, you know, they wanted her to lose her job. And I'm kinda, I'm like, I was kind of torn between that. What I thought what she said was was on cool, like comparing a, any black person to a monkey. Like it, it's just on flattery. So I don't, I don't know. I I, I, I don't think that's that. the same situation in this case. But that's just my opinion. I, I'll say this: I saw a picture of that woman, and honestly, I wouldn't know she was black. I right. would not have known that um, Roseanne said she didn't know. Maybe she did it. But I think most people look at that woman and think I, she does not look like a black woman. Mm-hmm. And even if she did look like a black woman by traditional standards, you know, we can all see something dumb. Yeah. That's the thing. You know, like, this is why I believe a person should get second chances. I believe because that, too. I'm a, I, yeah, not not because I, I don't see the racism, not because I'm overlooking it, but because we'll all say at least one or two dumb things in our life. We'll probably put it online, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, if that ever happens to me, if that ever happens to you, I hope the world is forgiven. Yeah. I hope the world doesn't say, oh, let's throw this person into the fire. They can't have a job. They can't work. They can't do anything. Like, I hope you were like, listen, man, we'll give you a second chance. There's no need to ruin your whole life. Yeah. And that's what it's all about for me. And I think that if we keep going down this path of, of cancel culture, it, yeah, people, right. Yeah. Cancel culture. Like the crime is not the crime doesn't uh, fit the punishment. Yeah. It's just going to cause greater division. Like the way I imagine is that people who might have been a little bit racist, when they start seeing the punishment out there, it's going to make them even more racist. They're going to hate, hate hate us even more, hate other groups even more, because now there's no room for forgiveness. When sometimes the best policy could be to be like, you know what, I'll overlook it this time. I'll forgive you this time. That right there, that positive energy, you know, might change that person's beliefs, their views, because they're like, you know what, this person gave me a second chance. I'm not going to ruin it by making the same mistake twice. Yeah. I, and you know, the, I mean, the left is not perfect in any of this, you know, liberals can be shitty, can be very shitty too. Um, and say some stupid, dumb stuff too. So we're not like, we should definitely not be the, you know, the political correctness police. You know what I mean? We need to let people have their opinions. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm starting to be more and more independent on on some issues and just looking at both the, the left and the right. It's just not doing it for me, you know, and I think a lot of people are starting to feel that way. And a lot of people are starting to feel like, you know, I I, I can't even say what I want to say because of fear that I'm going to get canceled or fear that, you know, I might lose my job. That's not the kind of society that we want to live in. I don't see anything wrong with what she said at all. She was just voicing her opinion, which she has a right to do based on the First Amendment. That's why we have the First Amendment in this country. She's not hurting anyone. She's not hurting anybody. She's not, 
you know, causing an insurrection. Like she, she's not saying anything that that warns this. And I just think it's wrong. I, you know, I, I don't think we should, like you said, the punishment should fit the crime. And if this is how we want to keep going as a society, then we're not going to get better. We're not going to be unified. And it's just going to tear us apart even more. But I think in this scenario, I honestly believe that she pissed some executive off and they were looking for any reason to get her fired. That's all. I will, I will say this, and it's funny what you said about not seeing what you said as wrong. And we're at a point where if you don't even see what's wrong with, it, with what a person said, people will cancel you. Right. If you're not as upset, if you're not as triggered, yeah. if you're able to go about your day because it really didn't bother you, that's enough for people to cancel you. Yeah. If, 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 if you don't wait in, it's enough for people to cancel you. And I feel like most people, they're afraid to speak their mind. They're more concerned with being politically correct, not offending anybody, being on the right side of history. And now it's, it's again, it's, it's stripping away our right to speak freely, yeah. you know, and that's never good for anybody. No, no, it's not. All right. Uh, we are going to move on unless you want to add something. No, no, I, I, that was good for me. All right. Let's move on to Justin Timberlake here. So this one, look. I'm a huge Janet Jackson fan, okay? I've been a huge like I've been a huge fan since I was a kid. I loved her. Her brother Michael was like, you know, I remember when I saw trailer a uh, thriller for the first time when I I think I was like maybe 6 or 7 when I saw it and I was like hooked, right? Like I'm I'm like a fan. To me, I just think that Justin Timberlake is problematic. But you know, I'll, I'll break the story down for you guys. So this New York Times documentary came out about Britney Spears called Framing Britney Spears. And it was released last week and it showed basically the life of Britney from when she first started as a pop star to her current ongoing conservatorship issues with her father. You know, they took a deep dive into how the media treated her during the years. They brought back some old interviews about, you know, some just some of the questions that they asked her, you know, what led to her breakdown with her shaving her head and attacking the paparazzi with her umbrella. We've all we all remember that shot of her. We've all seen it. Uh, the conversation about the whole, you know, free Britney movement, about the conservatorship with her dad and her not controlling her own money. And then they, they showed the clip of, of Justin Timberlake and that a lot of people thought was just flat out sexist and problematic and he he was basically slut shaming Brittany when he went on the radio station talking about their sex life and how he had sex with her i think that was during that time where she was still telling people she was a virgin or I, whatever like it's nobody's business what she does with her with her life but keep in mind this was back in the 2000s so People were ignorant back then and it was just tacky and classless. And yes, people are saying Justin was young. He was in his 20s. He didn't know any better. But, you know, he came out, I think, after some some pressure from 
both sides from Brittany and Janet fans are saying, look, you still haven't apologized for what you did to Janet. You know, the the Super Bowl situation where she basically got blackballed and had to move to another country and her career has never been the same. And you got invited back to the Super Bowl and your career took off and, you know, you all, all of this stuff. And so he came out with an apology on his Instagram to both Janet and Brittany. And I'll just read you a little bit of what he said. He said, and I quote, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I am deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. I understand. And I fell short in those moments and in many others um, have benefited from the system that condones uh, misogyny and racism. I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Jenna Jackson, both individually, because I care for and respect these women. And I know I have failed. Um, he goes on to say, because of my ignorance, I didn't recognize it for all while it was happening in my own life, but I do not want to ever benefit from others being pulled down again. What do you think about his apology? He goes on to say he'll try to do better and be better and yada, yada, yada. What do you think? Is it too little too late? I think he's getting in front of it as much as he can. I think that for years he coasted through. He was able to kind of leave that stuff in the past and let them carry the consequences, let them carry the burden. Right. And now he really can't run away from it anymore. And before he really, really gets called out, he's getting in front of it with an apology so that he can save his career, save his image, still like a good guy. He even had that one comment about how the industry is made uh, to see white men succeed. You know, he... He yes, he said the industry is flawed. Else. It is right. it is set up to make white men succeed, you know, and it's, it's designed that way. And then he said, as a man, I'm privileged. I'm in a privileged position and I have to be vocal about these. Look, you've had many years to be vocal about this. There's no excuse. You've had many years to be vocal, to talk about Brittany and what you said about her and, you know, you guys' per personal life. And you definitely had a lot of years to talk about what what happened with Janet. He never really took responsibility for the mishap. You know, she, Janet alone suffered all of the fallout from it. Her, I mean, Viacom and uh, all of the Clearwater Channel radio stations did not play her music anymore and did not play her music video. Um, the, her new album at the time was the lowest selling album ever um, for that year and you know for her career all because of of what happened you know she did not get invited to the grammys that year for tw uh, 2004 while justin timberlake was he's performed at the grammys many times and like i said he was invited back to perform at the super bowl halftime show in 2018 which by the way sucked it, it was a terrible performance I mean, I, I don't know why he's apologizing now. I think it would have been better if he just shut up and didn't say anything. At this point, I'm sure Janet doesn't want to hear it. Brittany doesn't want to hear it. And it's like you had all of these opportunities to make it right with these women, and you didn't. Like I said, I, I feel like the apology is, is him getting out in front of it, being preemptive. I think he understands by not saying anything. That just makes it worse for him. But if he makes a heartfelt apology, 
you know, he won't, like I said, it, it still protects his image. Because I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to do it. I'll do better next time. And and you know how, like, that's what we used to do when, as kids so we could avoid a whooping. If we just said sorry really hard to our mommy and daddy, maybe let a few tears drop. I'm so sorry. Or they're going to put the belt away. They would put the belt away. That's what we're hoping for, you know. Right. We're trying to, this, this is damage control for him, you know, because he, he realizes that, you know, it's, he, he really got lucky being able to coast through this for years. Right. Like he said, that white male privilege, it protected him, and it, it, just, it just now expired. That's all that happened. But now he stepped into his, he, he renewed He renewed that privilege, though, with that apology. <laughs> he said he renewed he the privilege. He renewed it like a license. He's like, <laughs> he's like I, just gotta, I just gotta renew this. The expiration date came. I gotta get out ahead of this. Boom. And now he's protected again. I've just always found him problematic. I mean, yeah, yes, his music is great, but I just, I think personally to me, I just felt like he pro- he really profited off of the black community, but he never really stood up for us. Like, he never, I mean, he never, like, whenever there was an issue with, you know, something happening with the black community or he was always very quiet or he would say something stupid or like, you know, like his comments. And then he, he would say, oh, it was take it was misconstrued. It was taken out of con like, like, dude, it, your career wouldn't be anything without black people. Let's be honest. Your dance style, your, mean, your, your, all the producers you've ever used were black. Your dance style, you, you took from, you know, Michael and, and, and James Brown and all like you, you're here. Yeah, like your whole gimmick and your whole image. The one album that you made that you try to be sorry for my language, your, your one white album that you try to make flopped. So, like, come on. I mean, you know, I'll say this though. I do feel, you know, when 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 white people try to be in black spaces, they do end up getting a bit too comfortable. They start yeah. to think, I can do this, I can do that, you know, and it's like, nah, bro, like, you're you're a guest in this home. Exactly. You, you don't live here. But I never felt this, though. I never thought it was, you know, an entertaining responsibility if he was white to defend the black community. Like, it's just because, No, that's like, not what I mean. I'm not saying, like, defend... Yeah, look, no, I'm, yeah, that's yeah. not what I mean. I, I don't mean, like, look, we don't need Justin Timberlake defending us for anything, right? That's not what I mean. But I what I mean is, like, if you've profited from this community and you've benefited from it and you depend on the people, when you see things that are happening, you at least say something, right? Like, that. that's what I mean. Look, we made his career, let's be honest. And I feel like if if you sort of owe a sense of gratitude, their problems sh- should affect you. That's just what I mean. And I don't think that he's he's done that. I don't think he's ever, you know, come out and sort of supported us the way we supported him. That's just what I mean. I don't think so either. But to be honest, I never paid attention to it. I, I never, like Malcolm X said, and I take this to heart, you know, when it comes comes to black issues you know you can have the support of white people 
but don't let them lead it. You know, don't let them have that that much authority over it. So yeah. to me, I'm I'm never like disappointed or shocked or I, I feel no kind of way when don't say anything about it. It's just I'm like it's not really your responsibility. It's ours. Right. So that's that's how I look at it. Well, but I will say this though, go, and, and yeah. one last thing, I don't know too much about Justin and Brittany's relationship you know like we were kind of young back then yeah I I don't um, I barely remember it all I know was that they dated so yeah I I don't know really what happened because like you said we were really young it feels very brief that they dated so I don't know what went down apparently he she might have cheated on him so that's where his anger might be coming from is she cheated you know, and then he just called it out. Yeah, I mean, he made the so whole "Cry Me a River" know. thing, which was supposedly yeah, so her, yeah. like you know, that's what stars do. You know, they receive attention, whether good or bad, and they'll throw their life into their music. So that's well, I don't think people were upset about the music. Them. Like, I mean, Taylor Swift, every guy she's ever dated, she wrote music about. I don't think right that's what people were upset about i think they were upset at the fact that you know he actually like he went on this radio tour talking shit about her about you know their sex life last time i checked you're not supposed to do that like keep keep it to yourself i feel i feel he was wrong on that end yeah but to me that really could be left between him and britney right i feel like what he did to janet jackson though that to me is more unforgivable. Yeah, see, I'm not mad about the whole Britney thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, when you're in a relationship with somebody, yeah, when you're somebody, I'm more between y'all. Two. I'm more pissed about the Janet thing than anything else. Yeah. So you know, and to respond to his so-called apology, her fans made uh, control her her 19. I think it was like 1984, 1985 album. Uh, they made it number one and she released a video basically thanking her fans and saying that you know thanking them for their continued support so clearly janet ain't worried about him right now you know right right yeah you know and i think she deserves more than just an apology she like the thing the like i'm still not too sure how the incident happened how did you end up tearing off her clothes exactly how did you walk into that one exactly so and there's still some unanswered questions. Yeah. You didn't apologize immediately. Like, if I had done something like that, you know, I would immediately tore off my own shirt to cover her. I'd have right. been like, yo, like, this, this isn't normal. You left her hanging. Like, you don't just stand there and let the world just oogle. And what the crazy oogle. part was they were friends. Like, they were, they were friends. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like it was just two people who were just performing and didn't know each other and i rem- i think i remember the interview she did with oprah she said that it hurt her more because she was friends with this guy you know that she thought that that was like they were you know they had a real thing and he would protect her and stand up for her and it's I was just coward in a corner so anyway enough about this clown I mean, <laughs> you clearly you can see I'm like really going hard for her here. I mean, but. <laughs> he came more pissed off than, than, than me. Right? To like, have a, like, you were like, this guy's always problematic. And I'm thinking just... about what problem has he done? Like, I mean, I could think of only two or three stuff he's done in 20 years. <laughs> Look, that one thing is like, you do not cross Janet Jackson, okay? 
Oh, okay, that's that's what it's about. That's Danny what Jackson. it's about. You don't cross Miss Jackson. Like, I know you don't care that much about Britney. No, I don't. I mean, Britney's cool and all, but I mean, we. This, is, this is about Janet. God damn it! <laughs> yeah. All right, we're moving on. Bachelor Nation. Ugh, it seems like this franchise is always having. They should just cancel it. Honestly, it's 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 had its run. If it was up to me, I'd oh, cancel this mess. Cancel it now, huh? Oh, night once they get a brother, that's just gotta be careful. <laughs> that's, that's not what I. That's not what I, I meant. I'm just saying. See, you've never even seen the episode. I see. I, I've never. I'm not, I'm not watching that ever. <laughs> Look, I was a huge Bachelor fan when it first came out. Like I said, but after the Tristan and Ryan season, I stopped watching because it just got too weird for me. But another Bachelor Nation contestant is in hot water. Shocker. Um, this time, it's two of them. But the main person I guess we're focused on right now is uh, Chris Harrison, who is the host of the the whole franchise. A couple weeks ago, I think it was like two weeks ago now, uh, the current Bachelor contestant, Rachel Kirk Kirkconnell, um, who is in current season with the first Black Bachelor, Matt James, there were some photos of her and some old tweets that sort of surfaced. Basically, she was called out by fans of attending, and pictures surfaced of her attending Old South Team Antebellum Party. Can you explain what that is? That's like an old, like a old plantation party. I have to look it up because okay. I have to find out what I need to be offended by. And the thing is, if you have to, if you have to investigate, <laughs> if you have to go find out if I'm gonna offend you, it probably doesn't offend you, right? Okay. Like, like people could explain to me what it was. They said it was an old South party. I'm like, well, what does that mean, though? Because you know, yeah, this shit is ridiculous. Yeah, if we're talking about they were just dressed in the period of that time, I can't lose my mind off of that. Yeah. You know, because if we're going to be honest, you know, slavery lasted a really long, long time. time. So yeah. you can't avoid any part of history that might be included with it. Right. That's just impossible. We might as well skip that whole era. If we skip that whole era, we're skipping half of American history. Right. Pretty much. Anyway, people so, got offended that she attended this um, sorority yeah. Old South team antebellum party. They claimed that she she bullied people in high school for liking black men, which is ironic because she's on on the show with a black man right now trying to win his affection. Um, they get them in, right? <laughs> Yo, I can't even make this shit up. Uh, There were tweets of her liking the Confederate flag and sharing um, some dangerous QAnon theories on her accounts. So people were offended uh, about that. And as usual, she came out with a long ass apology on Instagram. But I'm just going to read a few points. She, uh, What she said, she said, um, and I quote, at one point, I didn't recognize how offensive and racist my actions were, but that doesn't excuse them. I was ignorant, but my ignorance was racist. I am ashamed about my lack of education and I'm learning and will continue to learn how to be anti-racist. Okay. 
I want to put my energy towards preventing people from making the same offensive mistakes and that I made in the first place. And I hope that I can prove myself to you moving forward. Great. That part of the situation is done. She apologized. And I think people seem to move on. Whatever. Now, the, the real hot water is the allegation against Rachel came up on a Bachelor Nation, uh, I guess, uh, talk show where the former Bachelorette contestant, Rachel Lindsay, organized an interview via Extra with the host, Chris Harrison, to discuss, you know, these controversies. And that's when the shitstorm took, took place because Chris stood up, stuck up, uh, stuck up for Rachel, the white girl not the black rachel so in the interview they were talking about what happened and this i think this is the part that got people really offended right so they were talking about how she attended the party and he said i saw the picture of at her at the sorority five years ago that's it i'm like really and uh lindsey rachel said the picture was from 2018 at an old South Antebellum party. That's not a good look. And Chris said, well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? Because there's a big difference. And then Rachel replied, well, it's not a good look ever. If I went to that party, what would I represent at that party? And then Chris said, you're 100 percent right in 2021. That was not the case in 2018. So that's the issue that people have a problem with. Basically saying that it was cool in 2020, in 2018 to be racist, but it's not cool in 2021. What do you think? There's such an idiot argument. Like 2018 was like 200 years ago. <laughs> like he's talking, he's talking like, like Emmett Till did it happen in 1955. Oh like, my God. Like racism was just, racism was just so okay back then. But now, three years later, come on, man. You should know better. Like he's an idiot for saying that. Yeah, and then hold on. But, this is the kicker. Hold on, let me finish. She goes on to say, I'm not defending Rachel. I just know that. I don't know. 50 million people did that in 2018. That was a type of party that a lot of people went to. And again, I'm not defending it. I just didn't do it. Like It's, like it's such a weak argument on his part. I think he just wants to defend her so badly. Right. Um, but again, I, I think I think he's, he's just an idiot for what he said. But he also um, stepped away from his position as a yes. result. And yes, I think he did. That, that... Do you think that I was warranted? That was, no. Okay. Because no. people need a learning moment. Mm-hmm. People need to learn the moment. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what's the point of having a discussion, having disagreement, if he's just going to get punished at the end? That means right. that every time you talk to somebody, you got to agree. You just got to be on a point of agreement, say nothing that's controversial, say you can't say no, you can't really say yes. You just got to be in agreement and then you veer off a little bit. People coming for you. They want your head. They want you to get fired. I'm like, oh, see. Well, I don't think he was fired. Well, he's not. He's not fired. Let's just be clear. He, he's not fired. He but uh, some executive in uh, at ABC told him you need to let this blow over <laughs> and then come back. That's exactly what happened. I think. You see, you know, it's gonna be hard next time. I know that. <laughs> yeah. The next, they're not gonna have another black bachelor for a while <laughs> because of this. <laughs> 
They won't. Look. Because think about it. Imagine yourself. This as, whole, as, look, as this whole franchise is problematic. Like, this isn't the first. It has been. Yeah. It always has been. Like, it, like, like I said, I don't, I don't watch it. But if after 20 seasons, you don't put a person of color, you're mm-hmm. only showing me your true colors. You right. know what I'm saying? You're, you're showing me who you are by who you're not invited to the party. So you would almost say the bachelor itself was an antebellum party. Right. And I'm kind of bothered by this. Maybe it's just me. But I'm really bothered by the fact that Rachel, Lindsay, she said, what would I look like going to that party? And I'm thinking, like, why is that your concern? Why is that the thought in your head that you want to be at this party? Well, I I think what she was trying to say is that it's not like it's not a good look for the sorority to be hosting a party like that. Right. Because if you look at the picture, it's all white. There's not a person of color in that whole sorority, at least on the picture that I saw that's on that's going around. And I think that was the bachelor and bachelorette up until (laughs) 2018. Come on. Come on. (laughs) It's like, it's like, uh, so, 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 like sometimes I wonder what we're fighting for. Yeah. I, like I think what she's trying to say is thing. that I, like, she wouldn't be, she wouldn't feel welcome if she went to a party like that. Uh, 2018 is not that long ago. I really, like, and th- this was not acceptable in 2018, by the way. So he's totally wrong for that. And like you said, that's a stupid ass argument. Like, 2018 was not five six seven years ago it was two years ago or three years ago now and something like that definitely was not acceptable 30 years ago like if the meaning of the party because i looked it up a little bit they said the word antebellum specifically means life before the war so they're talking about the period of slavery pre-civil war if you just say it's an old south party that could mean a lot of things, but the, the specific definition is that they're talking about how things were prior to the Civil War. So to me, yeah, you, you're talking about slavery and what it was, and I'm not going to miss words. I'm not going to pretend he didn't know. You don't have to pretend he didn't know. Yeah. You know, um... Well, he's come on in a, another apology. You know, yeah. he didn't know. He'll do better. He apologized to Rachel Lindsay, said he felt bad for not listening to her uh, uh, and understanding her feelings on on the topic. I just think they just need to cancel this whole show because, you know, there's just one problem after another. It's like somebody saying the N word, someone is being transphobic, someone's being homophobic, someone's being racist. Like, it's a lot. Don't cancel it now. Don't tell me that we can get a brother to say, oh, we got a kid. That show should have been canceled like nah, a couple seasons ago. That should have canceled him before they got the brother. But now that you got him, I need to see three more brothers after <laughs> him before they say, let's cancel it. Okay. You know well. what I'm saying? I need to see some brothers walk out there with a, with a, with a, with a queen on their arm. Oh, my goodness. You know? And I'm still not going to watch the show, but I still want to know that. You know, a few more brothers were a bachelor, you know, before they decide to cancel it. Because then I'm going to look at it this way. I'm going to look at it as 
they did all this controversy because really they didn't want a brother to to walk out with a prize, to walk out with a with a with a queen on his arm. You know, I don't like it when like all this controversy has to surround the first black bachelor. That that to me is unnecessary. I want to say it's maybe a coincidence that is happening around him, but who knows. I don't know. I don't think it's a coincidence that that's just happening around him. I think it's because when I, they're not really trying to see him really win. You know, yeah. that's what it's all about. We would, let's create all this controversy so that he can't win because he probably really liked that girl too. Well, she's actually they're saying that she she she's a fan favorite and she might actually win the whole thing, <laughs> which would be mm-hmm. ironic if he actually did pick mm-hmm. her. I mean, if there's one way, if there's one way for 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 you to prove that you know you're not you racist, put that interbellum stuff behind, <laughs> behind you, you is to find you. a black man. Yeah, get your yeah. Oh go, my go, gosh. Get yourself a buzzer. Go ahead. This is crazy. All right. Why not? Why not? It's you just know, like it's just fu- like the irony of it is just like yeah. But deep down, that's the progress we're looking for, right? We're looking for that kind that of progress. That is true. Where, that okay, is true. Somebody who used to feel one way, they used to expose themselves to certain things that, you know, were considered uh, problematic. Yeah. Country, problematic. And now you've shown that you've changed. Right. And this is the perfect way for it. For, this is the perfect way. Uh, for people to visualize that change that, you know, like I learned from my past and, and I, and I found something even better. You right. know, that's all it has to be. And, you know, she was, she was in college. She was 18, 19 around this time. And like you said, I want, you know, we want to give people the benefit of the doubt because we've all done stupid stuff in college. You know, like I know I, I, if, if people went back in my college days, boy, I mean, there are some things that I don't want people to find out. So, I'm not I mean, I'm not attending old south parties but you know like I can give her a pass. Yeah. Only way I can give her a pass is she didn't know what the party was about like they didn't give her the full details. But at some point you would have figured it out. Yeah. And you could have said no. Yeah. So, you know, I you know, people are responsible for their actions. I don't want to downplay that, but at the same time you got to give people room to grow. And if she obviously has grown from from that situation, then kudos to her. That's what we want. We want progress. We want change. We want people to be more open-minded. And people have a right to change their minds all the time. So, you know, it, that's that's what it's all about. I will say one thing. You know, it's kind of funny what he, what he said the host um, about how, you know, in 2018 things were a bit different. I do kind of see what he's saying. Because there's, there's certain shows that just a couple years ago were ended. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, some of these shows wouldn't be aired now for some of their episodes. Like which one? Things that we overlooked. Like there's a show called Vampire Diaries. Okay, what's and, wrong with Vampire Diaries? I love that show. Well, if you notice, a lot of the first few seasons, they had the same kind of antebellum South Party. In those episodes yeah you're absolutely right they did they were trying to show the period you're absolutely right right and like you said like it is part of our history right the show is is supposed to be based on these really old vampires that are from the 1800s 
and you know the, to show some of their origins they had to do that they had to go back there to me it wasn't problematic like if it was i'd be like it, it was problematic but i don't think the way they did it i think they did it in a in a way that sort of uh, drove the story but i don't think they did it in a sort of malicious or sort of i don't think it was problematic i think that it drove the story and it needed to be there it wasn't one of those things that you know the story didn't call for it and they just threw it in there just to throw it in there do you know what i mean well but like i said if you put that in today's context i think a lot of people would just be offended just for the fact that they even mentioned the south and pre-civil war era like you're gonna have people upset you know mm. but to me like i i caught episodes and i i thought it was just you know very historic you know i knew what was going on at that time i knew what the period they were right i mean they didn't show what i will say is they didn't show the nitty-gritty of what was happening you know what i mean like they didn't show the whole slavery part they didn't show they didn't show the darker side of things um they sort of try to paint it as like you know a a painted one way so maybe people would have had an issue with it during this time who knows but I don't I think mean, it was I that mean, kind of show for them to paint it in a darker way. Does that make sense? I, I think they were just referencing a, a, a period in history in, in the show because whether we like it or not, during that period of slavery, it created a lot of wealth. Right. And as a result, it created a, a class of people who would dress a certain way and act a certain way and have these parties in X, Y, Z. Right. So those moments were written down, you know, despite it being in slavery, despite it being because of slavery, those moments were written down as the highlight of the period. Right. So people keep referencing back to it, you know? Okay. All right. We're going to go. <laughs> we are going to go. Yeah. All right, uh, we are going to go. Thank you guys so much for for joining us today. We would love to hear from you. Reach out to us at theforeignladypodcast at gmail.com or on Facebook at The Foreign Lady Podcast, uh, Instagram, Foreign Lady Podcast. You know where to find us. So thank you guys so much for joining us this week, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to The Foreign Lady. If you enjoyed today's show, please rate and review to help others find the podcast too. And be sure to subscribe so you're the first to know when the latest episode drops. Join the conversation on Facebook and Instagram at The Foreign Lady Podcast. See you next time.